Good morning. Welcome to the All In Podcast. Kip here. Just had to start you off with that sip of coffee. That's what can, you know, get a person going in the morning or whatever else it may be. You know, Red Bull, Monster, Mountain Dew. Um, I just thought I'd start you out with some coffee. Uh, how was your weekend? How was your football? Did you love it? Did you hate it? What did you like? Did your team win? Did your team lose? Well, as a Cowboy fan, wasn't such a good weekend for them. Shut out by the Colts. I was a little nervous about that game. Um, and it kind of went the... Well, it really didn't go the way I thought. I, I, I kind of thought that they would lose, but I didn't think they'd get shut out. So... Let's see what's in the news. NFL. C.J. Anderson. The Rams signed C.J. Anderson. Apparently there's a a little bit more to the Todd Gurley injury. Either that or maybe I think they kind of want to rest him a little bit. You know, rest him a little bit for the playoff run. Uh, So far they're in the running for the bye in the first round, which will help them tremendously. Um, So C.J. Is he really going to do anything? We've seen him at how many teams? This year, um, yeah, I don't know. I, what do you guys think? I think uh, I. What's up with the Rams lately? Are they? Are, they're showing some vulnerability. Like Goff is coming back to earth. Their defense should be playing way better than it is. But then again, this is what happens when you have an all-star roster. It never gels. It never gels. They're all used to being the first guy. Um, it just doesn't work. So I don't know. I Rams picked up C.J. Anderson. What are the Eagles going to do? Should they shut down Wentz for the season? Um, <laughs> the Eagles are NFL. The NFL.com uh, reports that the Eagles are kind of feeling a sense of deja vu. You know, Foles, Foles comes in. He wins last, uh, wins last week. Against the Rams, they have a shot to make it in, but it's not very good. They're not really in the driver's seat like they were last year. Um, and there's talk about sitting Wentz with that fracture in his back. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. So, um, also Ron Rivera, he's not ready to shut down Cam Newton, even though Cam was kind of whining, if you ask me, like, you get paid how much money? I mean, yeah, your shoulder hurts. See the doctors. If they say that there's something that could hurt the rest of you, hurt your future in the NFL, then that's a different story. I understand it. You're pretty much out of the playoffs. Like your percentage to make it in is like one. So, but other than that, just go out there and play. I mean, I know you have a press conference and you talk about your shoulder for how long. And how bad it hurts. And it does this. And it does that. But then you're like, but I don't want that to be an excuse. Well, you've already made it an excuse. So if you don't want to make it an excuse, just don't bring it up. It's like the old Bill Parcells thing from a long time ago. You might not remember this. I believe, I don't remember when it was, late 90s or so. When he was coaching the Cowboys, he's like, I don't want to offend anybody. But they were running these Jap plays. Well, if you start a sentence with, I don't want to offend anybody, you're about to offend somebody. (laughs) That's just how it is. Um, The Packers placed uh, Aaron Jones on IR. 
That doesn't matter. They're out of the playoffs. What are they going to do with Rodgers? Is he going to play? He says he's not ready to sit. I don't think he's that kind of guy to sit and take the time. Um, you know, he's going to want to be in there. He's kind of gritty. Uh, he's, I think, Rodgers is going to play, pretty sure. So, uh, that's just a couple of things that are in the news. Let's go hit this slate of games. We've got Redskins and Titans. Uh, I think the Titans pulled that one off. Um, the Redskins, they're on, I don't know, whatever string quarterback. Yeah, they won last week. But the Titans' defense, I think, is just too good uh, for them. But, I mean, anything can happen. It's the NFL. But I would have to take the Titans in this one, you know, something like 20 to 10 over the Redskins. Uh, Ravens and Chargers, this should be a good matchup. Be interesting, you know, try to control um, Lamar Jackson. The Chargers are hot. Melvin Gordon is good to go now, but we'll see if he's going to, I mean, do we really know if he's 100%? So, uh, Chargers and Ravens, I'm going to take the Chargers in this one. It might be closer than you think, but I think the Chargers stretched out a little bit in the second half. So, I think we're kind of looking at 27-17 Chargers over the Ravens. Uh, next up, those are your Saturday games, by the way. How freaking awesome is this Saturday football? Yeah, they took away Thursday football, but now we got Saturday football, Sunday football. So you know things are getting serious. <coughs> Texans and the Eagles, not too sure what to think here. It depends which Eagles team shows up. If their defense shows up like last week, that might you know, put a little trouble after Deshaun Watson, which is what I think people need to do to defend him. They need they need to put the pressure on him. I mean, he's still young. Yeah, he can run, but contain the edge and put the pressure on. Um, that's where one of those, if there, any one of those defenses out there that can get pressure with four guys rushing, then, you know, that's the type of team that will take out the Texans. But I don't know. I'm up in the air on this one. Um, it's at Philadelphia, I believe. And I don't know. I think the Texans take it. I think the Texans take it. Um, I think you're looking at like, uh, well, I don't even know what to give you guys for a score here. I kind of think you're looking at like, like a 21-20 type game there. Um, so that's a Packers and Jets. <coughs> I'm going to take Green Bay in this one. Darnold is, he's good. I think he's going to be good. He's just making, well, again, depends which Darnold you get. Uh, I don't know. The Jets are playing pretty good. That defense is playing good. I'm going to go with the Jets in this one. I'm going to go with the Jets in this one. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers will play, but no Aaron Jones. But Jamal Williams looked pretty good last week. But I think... I'm going to take the Jets in this one, 24-21. Bills-Patriots, this could be a trap game. I'd love to see the Bills take this one, but in Foxborough, you know, I Brady has not been himself lately. He's making some decisions, and now this is consistent on the year, so it's not like a one-game thing. So maybe we're finally seeing 
um, the downfall of the Patriots. Um, but I think the Patriots are going to win. I think they might come out with a House of Fury uh, and take the Patriots in this one. Uh, 27-17. Vikings and Lions. The Vikings are hot. Uh, I think you could be looking at like a 31-20 game here. Uh, finally now, given Delvin Cook the ball, you see how m much of a difference that can make. So, yeah, I, there's not a whole lot to say about that this game other than, you know, maybe the Lions, can the Lions find themselves? I mean, they've been kind of mishmash all year. Stafford's still a good quarterback. Uh, I do believe part of the problem is Carrion Johnson hasn't been around. When he was playing, they were they were a sneaky good team. But again, same thing as always, their defense sucks. Um, I mean, other than their run defense has gotten a lot better with Snacks Harrison in there. What a not a better nickname in the NFL, I don't think, than Snacks Harrison. That's that's just freaking awesome. So, but I think the Vikings are going to take this one. Um, I think they score at least 30 points. Buccaneers, Cowboys. Um, I think the Cowboys bounce back. It's in Dallas. Uh, their defense is, well, last week it wasn't, but their defense is pretty good. I think they have enough to slow down the Buccaneers. And uh, I think Dak and the guys get back on pace. They should be able to run the ball. With Elliott, and that should open up Cooper and a couple of the other guys. And uh, one note with the Cowboys, I kind of like what I'm seeing with their tight ends, even though uh, Swaim isn't in there. But that Jar one doesn't look too bad. You know, he's not a world beater, but he doesn't look too bad. I'm going to take the Cowboys in this one. I think this could be high scoring. I think it could be like a 28-24 game. Um. So that's what I got there. Bengals and Browns. Hugh Jackson Bowl 2. Um, I think the Browns are going to pull it out in a dog pound. I can't wait to see them shove it in Hugh Jackson's face again. I mean, that guy's just the epitome of losing. <clears throat> he goes to the Bengals and they fall. Granted, Dalton got hurt, but they just fall right off the face of the earth. The Bengals need, I don't know what they're waiting for. Green Bay finally did it. But the Bengals need a shakeup. They need to just, I mean, put move Marvin Lewis. Get him into the, if, if you want to be loyal to him because he's a good guy, I get it. So put him up into the, you know, up into the offices, up in the staff there, you know, and then bring in a fiery coach, somebody that's not going to put up on any crap. The defense looks lazy. Um, I Cleveland takes it. Cleveland takes it 20-17 to 17 over the Bengals. Falcons-Panthers. It's at Carolina. I'm gonna come back. No, I'll just go at it. I don't I really don't know who to take here. I mean I'm gonna take the Panthers. Their defense is good. It was playing good. Um Cam with his sore whiny baby shoulder, you know, it is what it is. Um I think their offenses are both high powered. You got McCaffrey, you know, and, and then the I and so in this one, I'm just going to look at the defenses, and the Panthers' defense is better than the Falcons. So I'm going to take the Panthers. Um, it could be high scoring, but I think we also could be looking at like a 17-14 game here, Panthers win. Uh, Jaguars-Dolphins, 
the Jaguars are in such a disarray. I mean, they were supposed to be a Super Bowl contender this year. They're four and ten. Dolphins are seven and seven. Dolphins are playing good. Their defense is better than average, I think. So I'm gonna go with the Dolphins in this one. I think we could see a couple big plays here. Um, I think we're looking at a 24-14 game. Dolphins win. Giants and Colts. I. This could be a trap game, but um, I think the Colts take it. I think they're going to get into the playoffs, and if they do, look out. Their defense is coming around with that hot rookie. Should be defensive rookie of the year in my books. Um, yeah, Van Der Esch is playing good for the Cowboys, but this guy for the Colts is kind of almost single-handedly like bringing energy and rejuvenating that Colts defense, which has been a problem the last couple of years. So I think the Colts win this one. I think it's a 23-17 game. Colts over the Giants. I think Beckham, I'm pretty sure I saw he's out for the rest of the year. So Colts take it, 23-17. Uh, Bears and Niners. The Bears should take this game, but the Seahawks also should have beat the Niners last week. So, I'm going to take the Bears in this game. I think this could be low scoring. I could This could be like a 17-14, 17-13 game, but I'm going to take the Bears in this one over the Niners. Rams and Cardinals. If the Rams don't turn it around against the Cardinals, they have some major problems. Um, the Rams have uh, not looked like the Rams of the beginning of the year, and this is what I always say in the NFL – um, you got to get hot at the right time, and they started out so blazing hot, and now they're kind of tailing off. We'll see what this does for them, but I think the Rams will take this one like 31-20, 31-17. That's my pick, Rams over the Cardinals. Steelers and Saints, I do not know which way to go on this game. Um, the Saints just barely pulled it out against the Panthers. They kind of play to their competition. <sighs> It's in New Orleans. I think the Saints win. The Steelers are hot, though. I would not be surprised if they could pull it off. But I'm going to take the Saints in this one. And I think that we could be looking at like a 21-20 game. I think whoever has the ball last is going to win the game. <clears throat> so I'm going to stick with the Saints. Chiefs and Seahawks. This one's scary. Um... The Seahawks lost last week, and I have a gut feeling on the Seahawks. Um, <clears throat> they're running the ball really good, and it's in Seattle. They're running the ball better than anybody, almost anybody else in the NFL, and their defense is playing solid. I'm taking the Seahawks over the Chiefs. Seahawks over the Chiefs. In Seattle, um, I think we could be looking at like a 27-24, something like that. Yep, gut feeling says Seahawks. Sorry, I had to think on that one for a minute. It's kind of blowing my mind a little bit. Broncos and Raiders, who knows here. Um, I'm going to take the Broncos, I guess. I mean, the Raiders, 3-11. It kind of really doesn't matter unless you're going to put some money on it, but I'm, I'm going to take the Broncos in this one. 
but I think you're I think you're looking at like a 24-17 game there. So that's the slate of games. That is our week 16 preview. Um who do you got? All in 100 pod on Twitter. You can find us there. Let us know what you think. We're working on some new segments for the future. Um, hoping to amp this show up a little bit. Sorry if it's a little dry. A lot of things going on with another podcast. You can check that one out if you want. It's the Jack Wagon Express. Just go find it wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, that's uh, Be prepared for some immaturity and hilarity in that one. Uh, we talk pretty stupid in that podcast. I mean... It literally is three guys sitting in my garage just having a conversation over a drink. I mean, that's what it is. We do hit some news topics and stuff like that. But it it's it's sheer stupidity. It's just it's it's there to make you laugh. That's the, that's all we want. If you can listen to that podcast and just laugh and later in the day say you should have heard what these guys, idiots said on this podcast earlier today and you know, bring it back up, um, help get you through your day, and think, boy, there are people out there stupider than me. That's what the Jack Wagon Express is all about. But right now you're listening to the All In Football Podcast. I'm going to ramp this thing up after the first of the year, hit 2019 hard. Also going to do some All In Fantasy Football Podcast. Um, I have a completely different way of looking at fantasy football than everybody else. Um little example there is everybody you know you have your top 200 list when I draft I print out the lists by position and I fill my team like I'll go you know I'll fill my running backs wide receivers and quarterback and then I'll fill my tight end unless unless there's absolutely shit left I'll fill my tight you want you want to fill your roster with the best available players before you start. I've seen people, they'll get two wide receivers, then they'll go grab a running back, and then they'll grab another wide receiver or another, you know, or they'll fill their running backs. They'll go grab a wide receiver, and then they'll see another running back that they like, and they'll throw them on the bench when you still have another number one wide receiver sitting out there to fill your other wide receiver position. Or if you have the chance to draft like a Mahomes or a Breeze, I mean, maybe those are probably the only two I would go for that are a difference maker. <coughs> um, but people just... I'm about to win the championship this year again. And the way that I draft, the way I look at players, like, I would have, I would never, the last two years, I would never draft Rob Gronkowski. But yet people still do. Oh, look at the upside. Look at the upside. Who gives a shit about the upside? Look at how he's been. Has he been consistent? No. He has some hot games. He's usually out a couple games a year. Not players you want. Um, one another person I'm struggling with is Julio Jones. I would I I would not have drafted Julio Jones last two three years. I would I wouldn't have drafted him this year. Yeah, he's got a couple touchdowns and a lot of yards, but he has a lot of dud games and a lot of then he has a lot of big games. Excuse me. I want consistency on my fantasy football team. You know, Ezekiel Elliott. Um, I have Joe Mixon. I don't have Ezekiel Elliott this year, but Joe Mixon has been the epitome of consistency. He was out for a game or two this year, but, you know, we don't know enough about him to know if that's going to be something that's every year. But Mixon, I mean, and Patrick Mahomes. 
James Conner. I went after the draft right before uh, week one, and I picked up James Conner and Patrick Mahomes because nobody drafted him. Those guys won me this league, um, and they've been consistent. I mean, when you have other people that you're playing against say, you know, tell you after the first set of games on Sunday that they might have a, that they have a chance playing you because Mahomes only scored 26 points. I mean, <clears throat> that you got something going there. So anyway, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to go off on that rant there, but yeah, I can't wait till after the first of the year. We're gonna ramp up. Everything all in podcasting. Um, it's going to be awesome. So thanks for tuning in into this episode. I um, hope you enjoyed the preview and my opinions. And I, I'd i love to hear what you guys have to say. All in 100 pod on Twitter. Or you can email the show. All in 100 podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy your NFL. I'm out.